98K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Ben Che. The top stories. Health officials warn of a possible explosion of COVID-19 cases as Hong Kong reports more than 100 infections. Taxi drivers planning to work over the Christmas and New Year period must get tested for COVID-19 or face a fine. And the government warns it will not tolerate threats to judges as a national security judge allegedly receives a bomb threat. Health officials are warning the latest COVID-19 outbreak could turn explosive as the city recorded a triple-digit increase in new cases for the second day in a row. 92 new local cases were reported today, and 29 of them, or nearly a third, had no known source. Dr. Albert Owls from the Centre for Health Protection. What we are seeing in the past few days is that the number of cases remain at a very high level, first, and second, the proportion or the number of cases with unknown source also is increasing. So this is very variant because this signifies that there are a lot of silent transmissions in various places in the Hong Kong community. If the situation continues, at some point we may encounter explosive outbreaks in the near future. The government has ordered compulsory COVID testing for all taxi drivers who plan to work between Christmas Day and January 23rd. Robert Kemp reports. The Transport Department says the free scheme will begin on Wednesday and last two weeks. It said drivers who take the test at one of the 13 dedicated testing centres will receive an SMS message as proof. They will also get a compulsory testing tag, which they can display. The government warned that there will be a $5,000 fine for anyone who fails to comply with the compulsory testing notice. Meanwhile, the MTR says there will not be an overnight train service on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve because of the pandemic. The rail operator also says it will temporarily reduce train frequency from next Saturday on the Island and Quintong lines, following a drop in passenger numbers. However, train services during weekday peak hours will remain unchanged. The government says it will not tolerate the threatening of judges. It made the statement after a national security judge reportedly received a death threat. Temi Sung has the details. The government's statement didn't specify which judicial officer had been threatened. But it was issued following media reports that Chief Magistrate Victor So had received a call on Thursday from a man who allegedly threatened to bomb him, his wife and his son. Mr So is one of the judges designated by the chief executive to handle national security cases. On Thursday, he also refused bail to pro-democracy media tycoon Jimmy Lai, who had been in court on fraud charges. A government spokesman says threats on the judiciary would not be tolerated and that the police were working hard to find a suspect. He also said an attack on the judicial system could fall under the national security law. He said anyone who was dissatisfied with a court decision could appeal. Former Democratic Party lawmaker Ted Hoy says at least five bank accounts belonging to him and his family members have apparently been frozen. Mr. Hui, who earlier announced he's going into exile and is now in England, told RTHK the banks did not explain why the assets had been frozen. He said several million dollars were involved and it was the family's life savings. The police have arrested two men who run a restaurant in Mong Kok. The suspects, aged 25 and 29, were arrested on suspicion of possessing weapons and items fit for unlawful purposes. They have been released on bail. The restaurant is well known for its support for the anti-government movement. 
Families of some of the 39 people killed in the 2012 Lama Ferry disaster say they've written to the coroner's court asking it to change its decision not to hold an inquest into their deaths. They said an inquest could potentially uncover more details of the disaster, and the public also has the right to know. The arts sector says the social distancing ban on live audiences will cause millions of dollars of losses. The Hong Kong Theatre Arts Practitioners Union says interim measures, such as broadcasting performances, aren't often practical. It wants compensation for affected shows and subsidies for the sector. Ryan Ryan Lowe is a union spokesperson. We can feel other audience. We can see the actors they are with us in the same space. We can feel the emotion of everyone inside a theatre for a live theatre performance. But if we are trying to make it a online broadcast, then uh, we are going to lose a lot of these elements. Furthermore, it is going to create a huge cost for us to record everything, to hire cameramen to record and to help us on technical issues. RTHK, the time is now five minutes past 11. Mainland media say 18 people have died in a mine accident in Chongqing. Officials say the cause of death was carbon monoxide poisoning. One person has been rescued. The accident happened at about 5 p.m. yesterday. The Philippines' human rights watchdog has warned the police against using sticks to hit people who violate social distancing rules. The Philippines recently loosened rules on mass gatherings as the number of new coronavirus cases fell to a five-month low. Here's the BBC's Celia Hatton. There are concerns that the virus will begin to spread again as crowds fill the streets and shopping malls ahead of the country's busy Christmas season. The police say they'll be on patrol. On Friday, the Philippine police general, Cesar Binag, told reporters that officers and soldiers in Manila would carry one-meter rattan sticks in order to cane people he described as hard-headed. The Independent Human Rights Commission urged the authorities to respect the human rights and dignity of all, noting the pandemic was a crisis of public health, not law and order. Moscow has launched a mass vaccination program for COVID-19. Even though Russia's Sputnik V vaccine is still undergoing final stage testing, President Putin is keen for Russia to lead the world in mass vaccination and also for its economy to keep running. Today, Russia reported a record number of daily infections. Developers insist Sputnik is up to 95% effective and causes no major side effects. Although, as the BBC's Sarah Rainsford reports, there's still some initial concern. There is a little bit of, of wariness still, caution amongst some of the people I've been speaking to. Not because it's Russian, not because they're kind of concerned about their own uh, science or abilities here, but just because it's still in mass trials. They still feel that this is pretty early days. And, and you know, Russia's really obviously pushing as fast as it possibly can to, to roll out this vaccine. But the reality is that only 22,000 people have actually had the jabs, both jabs. It's a two jab uh, system in the trials, although actually beyond that, thousands of doctors have also had Sputnik mm. V and the, the developers and, and all the officials here claim that it's safe and that it is effective. The chief Brexit negotiator for the European Union, Michel Barnier, has remained tight-lipped about the chances of agreeing a trade deal with Britain. With talks in London paused, Mr Barnier spoke briefly to reporters as he set off for Brussels. We keep calm, as always. And uh, if there is still a way, we will see. Thank you. Au revoir. 
The British Prime Minister Boris Johnson and European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen are expected to talk later to try to break the deadlock. Significant differences remain in three key areas, competition, governance and fisheries. Japan's space agency says a capsule is returning to Earth with the first large sample of rocks collected from an asteroid. The container is due to land in southern Australia. The BBC's Paul Rinkin has the details. More than two years ago, a spacecraft called Hayabusa 2 arrived at a space rock near Earth called Ryugu. It's a one-kilometre-wide piece of space debris left over from when the solar system formed. Since collecting rocks and soil from the asteroid last year, the probe has been travelling back to Earth. This evening, a capsule containing the precious cargo will parachute down near Woomera in southern Australia. Analysing the contents could shed light on the origin of life itself. To sports now and football. On tonight's earlier pre- early Premier League kickoff, Burnley have held Everton to a one-all draw. And for the first time in months, a few thousand fans will be allowed to attend selected Premier League matches, the first of which will be West Ham against Manchester United. That game kicks off in just over two hours' time, and West Ham manager David Moyes is relieved. We've been waiting on them coming back for months, like every, every club. But I think... Uh, We've been so pleased that we're uh, that we're results, especially you know, staying up last year. We didn't have them at the games in that period when when I knew we would miss them, and uh, and obviously we've had a good start to this season. But, you know, it's a start. Two thousand fans will also be allowed into Stamford Bridge for tonight's match between Chelsea and Leeds, which kicks off at four a.m. Hong Kong time. And that's the news from RTHK. Oh, man. 
No, no, don't let them, don't let them forget about you. And someone who does not want to be forgotten. And still in our psyche. You've more or less forgotten me this summer. Disappointment. I was on my way in the Phantom Five, the one you gave away. Try to tell you that I love you, but I'm told you forgot, and that makes me feel like no love. Did you ever really there? Did you ever really care? Wait, I got so many examples of all of the good times we had Long summer nights, held you long time Put your name in my rhyme Refresh your memory of where you wanna be The final's on the way, she's coming down the street I tried to get to Atlanta On a peach blossom highway Silent. 